Hunting. I am Sonny Munn. I'm here with the verbal assaulter from Malta, the drip with the lip who shoots from the hip. <laughs> that rolled off nicely. The opinionated one. Jason used to party as a party. Jeez, we've got to get you a nickname, Azza. How are you, Az? Just as is good and uh, assaulter from Malta. Uh, yeah, as, as is good. Thanks, thanks, Munster. Good to be on the show, mate. Thanks to the inaugural show, Just Keep Punting show. The inaugural Just Keep Punting. It could be the first and the last, depending on what people think of it, but uh, stuff them. They'll have to go for it. (laughs) Bring it on. Bring it on. Sledges and feedback welcome. Oh, yeah. Everything below the line. Uh, I'll give them your handle so that the abuse gets funneled directly to who it deserves. Enough of the sparkling repartee. Let's quit the foreplay and get down to the rumpy pumpy, shall we? Do you want to talk some footy? Yeah, let's talk footy. But let's not talk super nerd footy. If anyone who wants to talk about super coach, they're on the wrong show. Yeah. Not interested. Could not give a fuck about Supercoach. Yeah, no, it's out the window. This is what we do. We punt. And we punt responsibly, guys. All right, so what did we learn from round one? I know it's only one game. That's what losers like us say when their team goes down. But what have we actually taken from round one, mate? Well, I think there was a notion going into round one that the Pies were not going to be contenders this year. Oh, they won nine games by under a goal last year. And it was just... I thought going into the round, it was the one thing I got right. That was complete bullshit, and did they prove me right? They were down by five goals. They're on the ropes. You know, they haven't been drinking piss all summer like the Cats had, mind you, so they've probably had a harder preseason. But they're just a good, even side across the board that play good footy. They are going to be up there this year and bet against them at your peril, I would say. I like that that's a knock on a team. Oh, they won nine games within a goal. Since when is that a bad thing? You're winning tight games of footy, are you? Oh, yeah, you're, you're no chance. Couldn't agree more. That's a good <laughs> sign for me, but everyone was knocking them. I mean, 100%. it was just complete garbage in the market. There was, you know, $2.80 around. Yeah. I must say, I did have a good go at that, but, um, you know, we're, we're not going to see that price again, that team, I don't think, all year, so it was a luxury. Not at the G either. Like, fair home ground. They've got the home ground of the century. They've got an unbelievable coach. They've got a young team, and they win tight games. Yeah, shit formula. Cheers. Yeah, and like Dacos, like, both of them are getting better and better. It's just, it's a, it's so annoying, but um, they're good. You know what my biggest takeaway from that game was? Just a little reminder, just not a reminder how good they are, but how absolutely abhorrent and insufferable the fans are. That Collingwood chant is right up there for ear cancer for me. Absolute ear bleeder. Hate it. No argument from here, man. Um, <laughs> I think the second thing was that I learned, so after giving myself a rev up about back in the uh, pies, which of course I did put uh, on Twitter in advance of round one, so don't don't slag me off for saying it post-game. Yeah, hindsight, Harry. Well, another bet that I did put out there was um, Hawthorne. No, not mate taught me a lesson. No matter how much you despise a club, <laughs> you can't will a shit team to beat them. And I hate Essendon. I despise them. Everyone who knows me knows I oh. cannot stand them. And I just thought, oh, maybe Hawthorne, <laughs> you know, they got some good young blokes. And yeah, two bucks thirty. Nah. Oh, they're shit. Hawthorne is shit. The wheeze and poos are all poos and they're taking the piss. Unbelievable. There was a good mate of mine who's a, who's a strong Hawthorne supporter, but goes by the initials of Scotty Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, you know, talked talk me into saying that, you know, oh, no, the young blokes are good, and I sort of, I got sucked in. But that's all they've got. They've got only young blokes. They don't have any leaders. Exactly. They lost Mitchell, O'Meara, McAvoy, 
uh, Gunston. Mm. They've lost all these bodies, which means it, all the young blokes are getting the best on baller instead of the third best on baller, and it's all. They're going to have a long year. They're in a development phase. But just from a punting perspective... Spoon? Oh, I'm calling Spoon for them. Yeah, I'm calling Spoon. I, yeah. you look, you know, who knows? West Coast, Essendon. But if, if Hawthorne get a couple of injuries, their depth is really going to be tested. I think they're on the right path. I like what they're doing. But from a punting perspective, unbackable this year. Don't back shit teams. That's a num- yeah. number one rule of AFL punting. Hang on, let me write that down. <laughs> Please do. I think the other the biggest disappointment of the round... From a form perspective and from a punting perspective, mm. certainly, and from a heart perspective, you and I both being Brisbane supporters with the Lions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Geez, that was shit. Not. Just a blip. Just a blip, mate. Well, Just a blip. Yeah, Just one you bad half. Just a blip, but, um, oh boy. you know, they've um, they've obviously got a bit ahead of themselves with Pracky Games, as as the whole supporter base did, me included. They were up by three goals mm. at half time and got pumped. So, yeah. not a great sign. They're going to have to need a turnaround big time against. Against the D's. Uh, Melbourne tomorrow night. But I thought, yeah, that, that, a, the jury's out on the lines. There's no doubt about it. They don't cover the ground well leg speed-wise. Yep. Um, so let's see what happens there. And I think the Bulldogs, I mean, they were just insipid and look set for another underachieving year. It looks like the Bulldogs will play some good games. The Bont will be the Bont. Bailey Smith will, you know, spend a bit of time in the cubicles with Jack Ginevan during the year and probably shag heaps of birds. But Alleged. They Alleged. won't win the flag. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly Shagsburg. Well, but, not the second part. I reckon that's yeah, pretty locked um, down. I think the first part's alleged. A couple of quick things. I'm tipping Lockie Neal to have a big, big game against the Ds. He was pretty piss poor and he rarely plays two bad ones in a row. By his own admission, he reckons it was one of the worst games he's played. And to all my lovely wet fish fans out there, I, I was never in Melbourne, right, when North were actually half decent. Are they always like this when they actually get a win? It's one win... And they're dead set doing cartwheels down the street. It's hilarious. There's only 12 of them. Calm down. <laughs> There's 11 Ron Joseph died during the week. Breast in oh, peace, Ronnie. Um, the, great, the great man. Kanga, who, Kanga, Kanga. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. If you haven't seen the Kanga, Kanga, Kanga YouTube video, everyone, Google it. It will absolutely bring you up. Mate, I'm going to be dropping it in right about now. Perfect. Thank you. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Apart from those things, have we learnt anything in terms of what we're going to punt on this week? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, we've just talked about what we did learn and one of them was uh, the Bulldogs look set to be underachievers, but they look like absolute morals this week, I think. This is what people come to just keep punting for, mate. This is what they come for. <laughs> Slandering one team and then backing them in the same breath. <laughs> we've learnt our lesson, but we're on them the next week. <laughs> I'm just looking at mintbet.com.au mm. here in the markets. They've got the dogs at $1.47 for this week, I mean. Okay. Certainly for multis, I think that's a that's a pretty good lock. And the line's only about 12 points. So, yeah. look, it's at Marvel. They never really play well at the G um, where they got flogged by Melbourne. I mean, they did beat Melbourne late last year, but I think the jury's out mm-hmm. on Melbourne at the end of last year. Uh, Dog's always better at Marvel. St Kilda have got, still got King and Membry out, their two best forwards. I know they ate out a win last week, but my God, honestly, I've seen better nil-all draws in Italian soccer than I have that <laughs> footy game. So uh, on Doggies for yeah. me this week, I think they're a bit of a banker in the in the multis. Okay. Thursday night footy, how good's Thursday night footy? Oh, way to take the edge off the week. Yeah, it's great, it's great. Carton Geelong tonight, I'm surprised... 
Geelong are a buck sixty. I sort of had this mark sort of a dollar thirty three dollars. Thought Carlton were pretty poor last week. Still have Walsh out. Geelong played well, and I'm, I'm very bullish on the pies. So yeah, I like I the think, pies this week. I think though. the Cats look a good bet this week. I don't like getting carried away with lines too early in the season. I, I, I do prefer head-to-head betting. Yep. I just um, it's just a bit of a lesson I've learned over the years. So and then look, I won't be betting. But if you're not a Brisbane Lions supporter, mm. it's absolutely beyond me how Melbourne are a dollar eighty in this game. I know. For, I know. I've got them premiership favourites with the pies. Two best ruckmen in the comp feeding that midfield. It's going to be tough to get over, yeah. isn't it? And Melbourne have had the wood on the Lions pretty much. I know the Lions beat them oh. in the final last year. but We broke the hoodoo, mate. We broke the hoodoo. Surely. Broke the hoodoo. But I don't think at halftime any Lions supporter thought that was going to happen. And, and as I said, Melbourne just really tapered off at the end of last year. They were two bucks to win the flag for the first half of last year after coming off a dominant year before. Incredible. They've had a big preseason. I just think if this game was in round 10, I tend to think Melbourne would be shorter. So I think they're a good bet. And mm. even though, as I just said, you don't go for lines early in the season, sunny deck, 1 p.m., SCG, Sunday Arvo, you got to get a give a 40. Oh, how much are they putting on? They've got to be getting 10 goal win there. 40-point head start for the Swans. If you uh, wake up with a pocket full Saturday and you're um, sitting on the couch hung and you're looking to have a, a bet, in that game. You're talking um, my language. Yep. Yeah, you know, Sydney 40 plus at $1.90. I'd be surprised if they don't beat the line in that game. So they're, they're probably the bets I'm looking to bet around. I, I didn't call out Collingwood. We just don't know how good Port are or how bad the Lions were last week. So it's hard to jump into that game with confidence. Mm. So I think it's a really good barometer for seeing how Port are for the rest of the year. I thought the overs might be the game if you were going for a bet on that. The over 170. Three and a half. If I was betting on that game, that'd probably be what I'm looking at. I think both teams are looking to play attacking footy. Great. So just doing this on the fly, the Swans by 40 plus, the Bulldogs and the Cats gets you about 450 on Mintbet. So oh, not too shabby. Put Melbourne in and then you're getting up to like seven, aren't you? I oh, know, I can't do it. You don't want, I know you can't put Melbourne in, that's okay. <laughs> nah, we're over eight bucks if you put Melbourne in, but I'd rather lose my $10 than lose that game. Whatever, whatever you are punting out there, punters, just think about what it's really costing you, okay? And make sure you want to have that bet. All right, that's the footy, mate. What are we doing race-wise on Saturday with that hangover of ours? Well, glad you are. So let's get on the racing. So there's actually Group 1 racing at Mooney Valley on Friday night. Oh, Hello. So for the Brisbane supporters who may be looking to hide somewhere at 9.45pm on Friday night after a dozen studies, the Group 3 Alexandra Stakes is the last race on the program. Okay. I think this is pretty much the better of the weekend here of what's called Papillion Club. Yep. It's around $2.20, $2.30 with mintbet.com.au. She is a class runner in this race. Most of her opposition here... Are maidens, i.e., yep. they haven't won a race or they have only won a maiden. Right. This horse last start, it's had two runs this prep, ran third in a Group 3 race at Flemington first up. It was three wide the whole way, kept giving, and then last start, and it stepped up to a Group 2 over a mile, same distance as this, was pipped on the line by Revolutionary Miss, who had been running in Group 1s before that behind horses like In Secret, who won the new market. It's clearly the best form line. She's drawn the outside barrier, but for me, she just jumps, sits outside the leader, kicks on the turn, and should be winning. How good's that? All right, so that's the toppy in the last at Mooney Valley at about 9.45. So that is nice timing at the death. 
when we're watching Brisbane go down to the D's. What about on Saturday, mate? Saturday, the one other race we'll cover is uh, the Australian Time Honoured Australian Cup Group One, three million dollar race at Flemington on Saturday afternoon. Uh, there is a lot of Group One racing at Sydney. This is the last sort of race of the carnival in the autumn for Melbourne before we move to the championships. Yep. Pretty even race. I think the favourites Cascadian at about five dollars, and then you can you know pretty much double figures most of them yeah gonna have a double bet in this race because yes. there is quite a bit of value yep love a horse called non-conformist he's drawn a bit sticky here in 14 but he was absolutely dynamic winning uh the blamey first up it was at 20 to 1 steps up to 2000 meters here if you go back to um last spring you know he was beaten a length and a half by an animo over this trip i think he gets stepping up to 2000 and flemington is, is perfect for him here target race great trainer I think he can just sit three wide with cover and coming down the middle is a great each way bet at about eight dollars nice and i think the other one i'm going to back is a horse called numerian it's drawn barrier one it's going to get a very very soft run behind a pretty good speed um i can see it peeling off and and being really competitive in the straight it's about sixteen dollars oh yeah be backing it each way too in a really even race um, his 2,000 metre form plus in Australia has, has been pretty strong and um, I think he's going to be in the finish. It's not an unload job this race. It, it's pretty even, but they're two horses each way at value that I think can be competitive. Uh, we'll be watching a horse called Virtuous Circle in this race, number 16. Okay. We've got our eye on that for next week's show. It'll be winning the derby next week, I think. Just looking Whoa. for a nice little run home on Saturday. Early crow. From used to Early party. Crow. Early crow. I like it. I like it. Early crow. Well, mate, I reckon we're pretty short and sharp and we just get in and get out, uh, much like our sex lives. So that's going to be just about all us here. Let's just run through that, mate. For the footy, you like the dogs, the cats, the Ds head-to-head, but we chuck the swans in 40-plus, so to beat the line, and that's at about 8 yep. bucks on mint bet, so that's pretty sweet. Your Mooney Valley bet Friday night, is that your bet of the week? Papillion Club in the last? Bet of the week. Bet of the week. Yeah. Yep. Like it. You can double your money there, and that's a good way to set up for the weekend. Then the Aussie Cup on Saturday, we've got a couple of each ways at nice value. We've got Nonconformist, who can beat the tough draw, and Numerian, who's got great two-kilometre form. Hopefully something pops up for us there. What an honour. What a pleasure to be invited onto Mint Sports, to the great sunny man. Invited? Mate, I'm on your show. What are you talking about? And you know what? I'm going to throw one in there. I'm going to throw one in there for all the uh, the mugs out there. I'll do my, my Munns $1 multi. I'm going to select the Melbourne Storm to beat the Tigers. Bangladesh to beat Ireland in the ODI cricket. I'm going to take the Pies head-to-head and then Swans half-time, full-time, Frio half-time, full-time, and that's just over four bucks on Mint Bet. And just another reminder, be prepared to set yourself a limit. Have a think about what you're really gambling with. Azza, what do you say we do it again next week? Love to, mate. Love to. Love your work. Until then, just keep punting responsibly. Thanks, mate. You're a legend. Thanks, mate.